Welcome to the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer's Sermon Podcast. The readings appointed for this sermon are from the book of the prophet Ezekiel, chapter 2, verse 1 through 5, Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 12, verse 2 through 10, the gospel according to Mark, chapter 6, verse 1 through 13, and Psalm 123. In the name of God, our Creator, our reconciler and our sustainer. Amen. Good morning. The prophet Ezekiel lived during the Babylon Babylonian captivity. It was also known as the exile. It was a very turbulent time in Jewish history, taking place during the 6th century BC. So as Steve read to us, or as as, uh, uh, Nancy read to us, thank you, more than 2,600 years ago, God says to Ezekiel, Mortal, I am sending you to a nation of rebels who have rebelled against me, transgressed against me to this very day. God commissions Ezekiel as a prophet, sends him, as the Bible says, to an impudent and stubborn people. Well, did they listen? Did they listen to him? God wonders, actually, because as God puts it, they are a rebellious house. Now, if you notice, today's service bulletin shows the fresco of the prophet Ezekiel painted on the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel by Michelangelo. But is that what Ezekiel really looked like? What is a prophet supposed to look like? today. As we celebrate our independence on this 4th of July, let's take a brief pause to reflect before all the celebration begins. What's it like to be a prophet, to look and be like one, to think and act prophetically in this time and place? So in the Gospel of Mark, Jesus teaches at his hometown synagogue. He refers to himself as a prophet. Then he reads from Isaiah, asserting that he is the one, much, much more than just a prophet, the very Messiah in person sent to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. But the people there are hard-hearted. They are a stiff-necked people, we are told, rebellious even. They take offense. They even try to throw Jesus off a cliff, the people in his own hometown. Man, it is tough going being a prophet. 
So what would a job, descri job description of a prophet look like? Well, it's a prophet's job to make known God's necessity, necessity for repentance, to turn away from evil and to turn toward good and reform. Prophets interpret the true meaning of current events as God sees them. There's no fake news from a real prophet. Prophets make sense of political turmoil, revolts, insurrections, invasions, famines, pandemics, injustice, even injustice in the courts and government. In prosperous times, they caution people. After all, God knows us better than we know ourselves. To the conceited and selfish prophets declare that justice and goodness and obedience to God are the, what, the things that are important. But prophets also hold out hope. In bad times, prophets reassure the poor and the sick, the worried and the harried, that God remembers them. And then we find that multitasking prophets will often do both of those things, like Ezekiel did. Prophets are also known to really dream this, these fantastical kinds of dreams, like, you know, a glorious time when God will actually rule the entire earth and all of creation. And then, of course, the creme la creme is that Jesus fulfills the prophecy of God's embodied love for us. It seems that God chooses the most unlikely persons to be appointed, anointed, and sent to be holy messengers. However, God puts to good use their minds and their imaginations and their talents their life experiences and their voices, like yours, for example. The Holy Spirit inspires our thinking to contemplate, reflect, then to speak and to act. And many times that goes against popular opinion, goes against personal inclinations. God gives prophets the necessary courage to just do it. And they do need true grit to be dissidents and protesters, nonconformists, to be unpopular, even rebels, but rebels for God, not against God. In his celebrated two-volume work, The Prophets, the renowned Rabbi Dr. Abraham Joshua Heschel, who is a scholar who escaped Nazi Germany to become a professor at Hebrew Union College, he was also a social justice activist in the 60s. So Heschel said that the prophet is a person who, living in dismay, has the power to transcend his dismay. And in, in his recently released song, False Prophet, from his album, Rough and Rowdy Ways, 
Bob Dylan enigmatically sings, now you, you really got to follow this carefully because it's a kind of a mind twister. I'm the enemy of treason, the enemy of strife. I'm the enemy of the unlived, meaningless life. I ain't no false prophet. I just know what I know. I go where only the lonely can go. And then Phil, Phil nailed it at the most recent Thursday morning Bible study, saying a prophet is a weird, idiosyncratic person who shows up and freaks you out. You can't shake what, they're, what they've said. And then, and then Phil continued, think about John the Baptist being arrested by King Herod. But King Herod would go to the jail and listen to him speak anyway, knew it was dangerous. He knew John was critical of him, but he also knew that there was something real and authoritative about what he had to say. So we might wonder, who are our more well-known modern-day prophets revealing God's truth with a capital T? And they're not always who we might think or agree with, but actually who we should listen to because they may say something real and authoritative. The Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. stands out, who, won, who was one to speak truth to power. And you know, gosh, <laughs> that was more than 50 years ago now. And he had much to say, and it's all still true about God's love, grace, and mercy, about dealing with social and economic injustice through nonviolence. One of my favorite King quotes is, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Then there are those who we do not necessarily think of a, as a prophet per se, but who say or sing prophetic things. Here is a snarky quote from the 60s, the, the 1960s. <laughs> People seldom do what they believe in. They do what is convenient, then repent. <laughs> and Bob Dylan said that. <laughs> and then one April Fool's Day, presiding Bishop Michael Curry learned that he was invited to preach at Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's wedding. And very prophet-like, he said, get out of here, you gotta be kidding. <laughs> But you may remember he preached it. Here's what he said. There's power in love. There's power in love to help and heal when nothing else can. To lift up and liberate when nothing else will. To show us the way to live. And then he continued, I'm talking about power, real power, power to change the world. And in there somewhere, Curry said, if humanity ever captured the energy of love, it would be the second time in history that we've discovered fire. But then beware, there are the false prophets who Jesus warned us about. They have misplaced loyalties. They speak down, not up. 
and they condemn the downtrodden and the marginalized. And being dealers in dis and disingenuous power, they discount poverty and exploitation and injustice. Now, I don't want to name any names, you know, to protect the guilty who should repent. Authentic prophets are usually reluctant prophets. Even Jesus. You remember in the Garden of Gethsemane, he prayed not just once, but three times, let this cup pass from me. All the while, the disciples were snoring away. No help. So what finally motivated those disciples? And what motivates us? Divine inspiration? Divine compulsion? Divine seduction? To tell God's truth? Reason, logic, emotion? Do you remember when Jesus healed Legion from being possessed by a multitude of bad spirits? Well, Jesus asks Legion to tell everyone of the good God did for him. And Legion was grateful, so he did just that. Then, along the way of love, we heard in today's gospel reading, Jesus sends out the 12 disciples to heal and teach like he had been doing. And then later on, Jesus sends out 70 more disciples to do exactly the same thing. So the Jesus love movement grew then, and it continues to grow even now because Jesus' followers say and do something in the name of love and for the sake of love. Even if it's just, you know, just a little thing. Just being grateful and faithful followers of Jesus persuade us to speak on God's behalf to becoming a beloved community. Heschel, who marched with King, by the way, was a prophet in his own right. He said, the thought of God and indifference to other people's suffering are mutually exclusive. He also said, in a free society, all are involved in what some are doing. Some are guilty. All are responsible. And then our prophetic friend, the Reverend Dr. Walter Brueggemann, says, the prophetic tasks of the church are to tell the truth in a society that lives in illusion, grieve in a society that practices denial, and express hope in a society that lives in despair. We are all messengers of hope and of love, to love God and to love one another. Now, here's the irony of this on this day when we celebrate our independence. The irony is that loving one another requires dependence, interdependence, not so much independence. We are wholly dependent on God, and we depend on and rely on and count on each other. We hold each other up in community. 
I think it is God's compassionate love for those who suffer to put words and actions in the minds, hearts, souls, mouths, and hands of prophets to do something, to say something. And that means even doing it when we may be suffering too. Do you remember what uh, Steve read in the uh, letter to the Corinthians? Remember that God gave St. Paul a thorn in his flesh. And then Paul said, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities for the sake of Christ. For whenever I am weak, then I am strong. I think that we're all called in some fashion or another to speak and do truth boldly, truth to power, with the authority of God. You know, and as, as we just do it, we make all the difference to fully and truly becoming one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all God's people. 